Hello and welcome to When the Flames Go Up, an ATFC podcast with me, Will Brown. This is episode two. If you're new, hello, welcome. If you're back again, blimey, thanks for coming along again. Superb. Um, we'll hit our stride in about eight episodes of time, so cling on, keep the faith, up the shots. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, please do email atfcpodcast at gmail.com. If any questions, correspondence, letters, ideas, and follow us along on X at ATFC Podcast. Um, uh, yeah, until then, enjoy the show. Right, let's get into it. We've got our panel today. We've got four people on the panel um, myself, Will Brown in Lewisham, um, and we've got Julian, Ian, and a new guest this week is Joe Cookson. Uh, how are you doing, Joe? And Give us a little intro on your shot supporting. Um, thanks for having me on. Um, so yeah, I'm my name's Joe. I live uh, near Exeter, um, so a bit of away from the shots, uh, a bit of the way from a bit of away from the old uh, older shot and from the wreck. But um, my dad took me when I was, uh, I think I was just trying to think when I was about four or five, which was sort of two thousand two thousand and one, um, and I think I was mascot in two thousand two at home. I think it was 2002 someone can probably check this on footballogy but um at home to uh, bedford town um i remember meeting i think roscoe design and a few other players and um i think i got the bug then um and uh, yeah never looked back really um it's been ups and downs uh, so but yeah shots are in my blood now and uh, always will be so yeah love it <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, great to have you on. Um, so yeah, let's get into it and chat about the Stockport County game. We were all there um, in different parts of the ground as well. Um, so it was two all against Stockport, uh, a nice topsy-turvy cup tie on Sunday. Um, strange scheduling from the FA Cup, I thought, because there was a game on at one thirty, and then two games on at 2, and then another one on at quarter to 4. No idea what they did. Um, so yeah, I'll just run through the the, the minutes of the goals. Um, Josh Stokes set up by Glover in the 10th minute, uh, deflected goal. So, you know, that was nice. Um, three minutes later, Neil Byrne, Neil with two L's, um, fired that one into the top corner. And then immediately after the uh, the break, Paddy Madden um, inevitably scored. Um, Nick Powell set him up. And then in the 67th minute, Josh Stokes, in one of the greatest counter-attacks I've seen at the wreck, um, finished off uh, that move from Toledge's there. Uh, swung past um yeah i guess immediate thoughts how, how do we feel about that uh, result on on sunday let's go to you julian um yeah i thought the the game was absolutely superb and um the performance from josh stokes was just just out of this world for me what i really liked was he was just not getting knocked off the ball you know they were all trying to to have a go at him and the whole of their midfield just could not get the ball off of him. And of course, as we saw in the 34th minute, the um the the central midfielder had been booked already. Their manager was really worried that they were going to be down to 10. And so he made the decision to take him off. And I think that was just because of how good Stokes was playing. And with that goal that you mentioned, uh, the equaliser in the second half. Uh, the way he just rolled his player it was exactly the same as that goal that we saw in Swindon, you know, when they uh, when Tolage scored. 
it's just so strong and for a 19 year old it, it was just unbelievable performance I was you know shame uh, not ashamed to admit it that I was bouncing up and down in the East Bank when that goal went in it was absolutely superb love that love it yeah I think it's his on the turn it was unbelievable that on Sunday it really showed um, he does it. He does it most games, but he was doing it to everyone on that pitch on Sunday. <laughs> Nobody could get near him. Um, how did you find it, uh, Ian? Yeah, I loved the game. Great performance, value for money. Um, and what I loved was that we just really gave it a good go. You didn't feel like we played within ourselves. From I think the first minute, we tried to do the same as we did at Swindon, and um, I think it was Barham had an early sort of maraud forward trying to get into the box and that showed the way we're going to play and the fact that yeah Glover um, was a great performance down the left the persistence if you go and watch that first goal again the way he just keeps battling past people and back again and so on to get the ball to Stokes and yes whilst it was a deflection very well deserved goal and showed that thing of not giving up there. Um, I was obviously a little bit relieved at the end because my 3-2 Stockport prediction nearly came in when Sarskovic probably should have scored and blazed it over the bar. So a mixture of pleasure and slight relief, I suppose, that that didn't go in and we get to go up to Edgeley Park next week. Yeah, great. I, yeah, I did just have a look at that, uh, the Glover assist for that Stokes goal as well. It's it's like a pinpoint pass. I know it's a, it's only like 15 yards, but he, he finds him in that tiny little gap that he, that he created for himself, which was which is all he had to do before he, before he unleashed. Um, how did you find the game on Sunday, Joe? Uh, it, was, it was an excellent day out. Um, I think, I mean, I'll echo what you know, others are saying about Stokes. That was just such a mature performance from a 19-year-old. Um sort of trying to watch him off the ball at, at times as balls were coming over the top and he was just sort of giving a little nudge and a little push to the Stockport defenders who are, you know, experienced pros and, you know, for a 19-year-old to sort of have that game knowledge and just, you know, get into them, let him know he's there and it was just, I haven't, I sat with my dad's friend who, I'm sure if he listens to this, um, won't mind me saying he's a pessimist when it comes to the shots. I've never seen him get that excited about a player in a shot shirt ever. Um, he was just so he's unplayable, um, and I think he he was unplayable um, on Sunday. They just didn't know what to do with him, and I think it was a compliment to him that they had to kick him and push him to to actually try and get him off the ball. Um, yeah, I'll wax lyrical about Stokes for ages. <laughs> yeah, superb. Yeah, I think it it's um, yeah it's going to be interesting to see what happens in uh, in January. But um, we've got to enjoy every last second. That's why I was loving that we get a replay, to be honest. There's another 90 minutes where we get to see Josh Stokes in an old shot shirt. Um, and it's another 90 minutes for him to be in the tr- <laughs> watched by loads of other people as well, which is probably not good for us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, the, yeah, the replay is on the, yeah, live on BBC next Wednesday. So that's, uh, that's a big, juicy um, lump of money as well. So we get, I think we get 30,000 for the privilege to be live on BBC. Um, so that's a big, a big bonus for us as well. Um, then we've got any other kind of shout outs for the team performance against Stockport. I thought, thought it was brilliant. Um, and it, I, I found it hard to, to pick out some standouts other than Stokes, but I, I thought the two in midfield, after what we talked about mm. with Will, um, mm. 
with that how strong Stockport's midfield was. I thought Willard and Frost, <laughs> I mean, were complete unsung heroes. Yeah, Willard, I think I'd like to see him perhaps play that role more in future games. Um, because previously, when he was playing for Molesley and McNeil, he was probably a sort of trying to play more attacking. Whereas I think the defensive midfield role and marking people and not giving them space could be more his strength. We've obviously had Theo Rudrington playing that role as well this season. Um, Theo obviously didn't look particularly good the first time I saw him at Ebsfleet, but has improved. But yeah, maybe Willard should get a run in that position for future games. Yeah, I just want to, to echo that as well. And um, I, I pointed out last week, it was my area of concern was that we might be overrun in the in the middle of the park. But you know, fair play to, to Tommy Willard and, and Frosty. They they really did you know do the job. Although having said that, I think you mentioned at the start that Nick Powell did um, get away really early in the second half to make the crucial assist for their their second goal. But um, overall, you know, I thought thought they were excellent. Um, I'm guessing that uh, Tetek is injured at the moment because he wasn't obviously even on the bench. Um, but it was really good to see Stuart O'Keefe on the bench, although I'm not sure there was ever a plan to, to get him onto the pitch. But uh, that um, is, for me, a really good sign that he's going to be not too far away. And, of course, any more competition for places is only going to be a good thing. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, and what, what about you, uh, Joe? Who was your uh, standout other than Josh? I think one is sort of, I picked out, I think, was, was Minoga as an attacking threat um, on Sunday. Just his, some of his runs from, well, I think he was playing right back, wasn't he? But some of his runs, just he gets the ball up the pitch so quickly and I, I think Stockport really struggled to deal with him and that allowed Stokes and, and, and Glover and the other front front players to sort of create a bit of space for themselves and um, I, they they pulled Minoga down quite a lot and he was really good at actually drawing fouls um, in that final third and I think um, I think he's one that we need to sort of you know praise as well because um, that's obviously not a position he's played as much this season and I think he looked really adept in, in that position. Yeah, agreed. That that right back berth seems to be uh, seems to be fruitful for anyone that goes there. I mean, Glover gets Glover gets a nod there, um, and and Minoga. Um, yeah, I think also a little shout out to Geordie in the second half who had to make some some brave saves. I thought, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think everyone's everyone's on the same boat with with Geordie that he's when when he first joined, we weren't all that convinced. I think the Eastley game probably didn't help when he was um, sent off for that flying kick um so yeah he's, he's i think he's earned some some plaudits in the in the past few weeks um and looked really solid in that second half i was just gonna make a note on stockport's kind of schedule at the moment they've, they've got a bit of a weird patch of um of pre-christmas games so they've got wigan as we record tonight they've made five changes and paddy madden's still captain inside um so they've still got a half half decent strong side for that um Bristol Street Motors Trophy. I think I got that right. Um, and then they've got Morecambe away Saturday before playing us on on Wednesday. So I think that works out at four games in eleven days. What what do we think about that? And do you think it will play a part in the the replay next week? Um, yeah, I'm, as, as we're recording this, just before we we went on air, I had seen that Wigan were two 0 up actually. Um, so that was really promising. So if 
Firm, hopefully, fingers crossed that Stockport don't get a result there, then that's four games without a win for them. Morecambe isn't an easy place to go on Saturday. And suddenly, if you've got five games without a win and you're going into a FA Cup replay that's live on the TV that everyone's expecting you to win, yeah, there's pressure there for them. So I'm really confident, actually, of our chances next week. I really do think we've got a chance. Yeah, they will be expected to win. Their supporters will be expecting a victory. Oh, it is, and as Tommy said, it's it's going to be like a free hit. You know, I, I really think we've got a chance. We go up there and and our waveform is getting better and better as each as each month goes by. So yeah, really confident that we can actually put on a show for the nation. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, and yeah, Ian, what do you what do you think of the the replay chances? Yeah, um, I had a look at just get yeah, feel for what the bookies have priced it up just to progress all the shot three to one. So yeah, I'd go along with that if I was pricing it up. I think just echo what Julian says, I think we'll put on a show. Whether that's good enough to win, I'm not sure. Whether we caught them by surprise perhaps in the in the first game. And they'll be sort of thinking, right, what can we do to target Josh Stokes next week? Stuff like that. Yeah. Open minded optimistic but more in hope than expectation i think is the yeah the thing that i'll be thinking you're still thinking a free two stockport again you gotta be right the second time around why not yeah yeah i've got to cover on that again yeah and uh joe how do you rate our chances next next wednesday i think we've got just as good a chance as we did on sunday and um they know what we're about now and i think they might actually potentially set up a bit more defensively against us because i think they know now um, that our front three um, and our counter-attack is really dangerous. I think the only worry is our record on TV is not the best. Although apparently we've, um, I may have misread this on, on Twitter or something, but apparently we've never played live on the BBC. Um, so, you know, there's a clean slate there to <laughs> get a 100% record. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think I've, I've read that as well earlier um yeah i've never been on terrestrial tv live which which always always sounds good to get in a bit of terrestrial um yeah um and then a little word on the cup draw um i watched that before the before i went down to the wreck um in the alex at the top of town um west brom away is the uh the juicy carrot dangled in front of us um yeah i, I was i was with my dad so we were both kind of delighted that uh that we might be uh, might be getting to play West Brom. Um, the only thing is he's got a um, he's going to Thailand at the end of December, so he's going to have to pay a lot of money if we um, if we go through. So that's a that's 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 the thing that's uh, facing him now. How do we feel about the draw? Um, and uh, happy about it, Julian? Yeah, I think it's a really good draw. I think it's a really good draw, and whoever gets through next week will go there with. A positive attitude they'll enjoy the day i think both teams will take a really healthy support and i think the west brom team again will be probably putting out a reserve team think that they'll just have to turn up and that's always a, a danger in my eyes you, that never there's no easy games in the fa cup so overall i think it's a good draw and for me, living in South Wales and Joe and Exeter, it's a game we can get to as well, quite easily. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. What do you think of it, Joe? Yeah, I was going to say the same. It's a, it's a, it's just off the M5, I think. Um, the Hawthorns. Um, someone was telling me it's one of the um windiest grounds in the country or something like that. Mm. Um, is that true? I'm not sure, but uh, 
yeah, I think we haven't always had the best draws, and I th- you know this isn't a current Premiership team, but it's a it's a big ground, and they all I think even for the smaller games they get big attendances. So should we get there, France to get too excited? It'll be a good, it'll be a really good day out. Yeah, it was weird. My gut feel, obviously, hearing the draw before the Stockport game, because we're used to having the third round draws on Monday night, was it was probably the right sort of level of draw that it meant that it wasn't something underwhelming, so ruined the Stockport match, but also wasn't so big a draw that it was making everyone really, really nervous before the game. So probably about the right level. Um, looking forward to hopefully attend it. If it happens, brother lives not too far from there, so we'll make a family occasion. But I've got one minor problem that way back in November 2022, when we were not long since been dumped out of the or qualifying round as usual by a lower opposition, we booked some Peter K tickets for the Saturday of third round, thinking, oh, we'll never make it. <laughs> so I'll be hoping for a Sunday or a Monday night we if it happens, I feel like your chances are chances are pretty good. I think looking at the ties in in there, I think I think it might get moved for TV if if that's us. Um, um, I feel like yeah, twice in a row would be something. The small matter of Eastleigh away in the FA Trophy, um, it's it seems seems a bit boring to talk about to be honest, because it's one of the most uninspiring draws um, we've had. Um, how do we feel about the Eastleigh um, FA Trophy game? And and is anyone going? Is is anyone going to be there? Who knows? Um, I'm I'm not going to be able to make that one, unfortunately. Um, I think it could go. It could be any result at the weekend. You're always going to have that issue where perhaps the minds are slightly looking towards the following game. I'm not sure whether Tommy will change the team or not. There may be a possibility he might add in one or two. Eastleigh are really, really experienced. They, um, if you look at their team, they've got experience running right the way through. You've got Paul McCallum at the top end, who's you know, the top scorer in the league. You've got some really experienced midfielders in there as well and and defenders too. So they're a big, experienced team. And if any of you watched the game at the weekend in the FA Cup against Reading, yeah, they, uh, they know what they're doing, basically. And the interesting thing for me that, that Tommy said was that, you know, we ain't going to win the FA Cup, but there's a good chance that we could do well in the FA Trophy. So that tells me that he's going to be taking it really seriously. And for that, um, I, I'm glad that he's he said that because I think that you know, if we can have a good run in the trophy as well, then again, it's just it, it's got to be good for for the team, for the finances, and for the town in general. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, if we can say sing K Sarah Sarah in the FA Trophy rather than the FA Cup, that would be that would be nice. Um, yeah, how do you how do you feel about it, uh, Ian? Yeah, um, we don't have a brilliant record against Eastleigh. But looking at their position in the league, they're just outside the playoffs. And I guess for them, that's probably more their priority. They're having their own cup run, dumping out Reading at the weekend. I can't remember who they got third round, but maybe they'll start to think more about the FA Cup. So good chance to get a little bit of revenge because that August game on TNT Sport where Jordi had his howler and I don't think sort of done ourselves justice at that point. And also, Eastleigh weren't on a good run then. 
So it'd be good to try and put that one right. And obviously, we've got the league game with the Ammonia week after. So, yeah, if we could only win one, I'd rather have the three points. But I don't see why we can't progress on Saturday. Right, yeah. And and Joe, how do you, how do you see it on Saturday? I really struggle every time we play Eastleigh because most of the times I've watched them, I've really not been that impressed with them as a f- football team. Um, they always just seem to win ugly and that probably just annoys me. But um, every time we play them, we seem to um, get a player sent off. I think we had, obviously, Jordy this season. I remember going there and I think it was Cody um, Lyons-Foster and then another one time, Kellerman got sent off against them as well, I think. And we just, yeah, we seem to... I think they were a bogey team. We've won three times we've beaten them, I think, in like 17 or 18 attempts since we've been in the National League. And it's, um, I really want to beat them because um, they just annoy me. Yeah, to be honest, I, was, I, I hate them. Um, I'm so glad when I saw the draw and they got Barnet or Newport. Absolutely deserved. I have that. I hope they enjoy Barnet away. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's probably all, all, all we've got time for, to be honest. I know we've, we've packed in like two and a half minutes about Eastley, which is hilarious. Um, again, deserved. Yeah. I'm a number that don't like them. Anyone I've met that supports or goes to watch them is actually a Southampton fan. And I think it's one of those where they want to have a rivalry called shot and we're not really interested, but because they're just so irritating, mm. I really, really hope we win. Just the <laughs> Keep them quiet. Yeah, a, d- a double over Eastley and then a double over Working will be just what we need, to be honest. I mean, we wouldn't need those points because I don't think we're going to get anything from uh, from Chesterfield. But um, in between times. Thanks for listening to this episode of When the Flames Go Up, an ATFC podcast. We'll be back next week, a little bit later after the Stockport game. That's on Wednesday night, live on BBC Two. Enjoy the games and speak to you next week. Bye.